You're listening to the One Man Show Network. Welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast with your host, Aaron Weinbaum. Hey, welcome to the MMA Fight Picks Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Weinbaum, and today I am here with Nathan Allabach from... <laughs> uh, go ahead. Going on, Aaron. Sorry no, about that. No, that's uh, good, man. That's good. You, you just totally tripped over my intro, man. But no problem. There's a way to way to get a good start here. But hey, th- there's a few unique things about you, Nathan. So number one, let's get let's go over the account that you uh, are responsible for. What is that? Yo, man. Yeah, I'm the I'm the Steakum Twitter dude. So. Steakum Twitter dude. <laughs> That's my claim to fame right now. You know, I, I never really imagined this my life going this direction, but here we are. <laughs> well, that's good because we're about to make some beefy fight picks. So I'm going to tell you this. That there's a little more to you than just running one of the uh, greatest accounts on Twitter right now. You have an MMA background. Is that right? Yeah, sort of right. I mean... Never, I, I trained MMA probably right. for a little, like about two years or so. Uh, the, the story goes, so I worked for an ad agency called All About Communications that represents the company Stakem for the Twitter account that I run. And uh, my dad is the CEO of the company and he's, I guess, he's 55 this year. So he actually started training jujitsu about 10 years ago. And so he started when he was, you know, later stage of life when he was about 44, 45. And I started training at one of the Henzo Gracie gyms. So I, at the time, I had no idea really anything about MMA or UFC. And he would start buying these pay-per-views when I was in high school. And, you know, I wasn't really that interested in it until I started getting bullied a bunch in school. So <laughs> around that time, I, you know, he was training a bunch. He was like, well, why don't you start coming out to the gym? So, you know, he got me on board the team there. And I started getting lessons from one of the uh, black belts, Greg uh, Mikovich at Henzo Gracie. So it really got me into the sport, and since then I've just been obsessed. So <laughs> wow! So like, and it's funny how I found you because that's how I found you. I didn't find you on my, you know, my cool checkmark verified account that nobody cares about. Everyone cares about my Dana White or Ally Quinta parody account, baby. Yep, that was it. Yeah, I think that account's hilarious, man. Like, it's gotten shared a couple times. Like, I'm pretty regular on the uh, oh. the Reddit MMA sub, so I've seen your stuff pop up here and there. It's just it's great parody stuff. Oh, wow. I'll have to check that out. I, I, I never checked that kind of stuff out. But like, I, I just thought it was weird because I, I hadn't even followed you on my other account yet. So you follow me. And I'm like, no way this is Stakem. There's no check mark. And, yep. uh, and you know about MMA. So this is weird. Yep. Yeah. Do you remember? I think it was a thread that we were in. There was like 30 people on it. Yeah. Like, a, like an MMA community thread. And somehow we got added to it. I think we just... <laughs> responded to somebody or i don't even remember how it started but it had your your account in it and it had some of these other mma fans and y'all were just talking fights and i'm here on the stakem account like giving my fight picks and just talking about like what's going on in the ufc and oh, everybody's wow. kind of like is this the real stakem account or what's going on <laughs> well no there wasn't a check mark yep exactly no check mark so who who was to know let's check mark now bitches yep. <laughs> <Recognize>. <laughs> yo all right, well, let's pick some fights. This is for UFC on Fox 27th, which takes place on the 27th of January. That doesn't happen very often. At the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, woo, North Carolina. That's a Ric Flair woo for all of you that aren't in the know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to hit these kind of high, high and fast here. Uh, first fight, 
Vince Pichel versus Joaquin Silva. I only know of Vince because he interacts with my uh, Iaquinta Realty account because he does not like Al and he wants to fight Al. So <laughs> who, you, who do you have in this fight? This is one of these like up and comer fights. I mean, Vince yep. is what are these like ten and zero or ten and one, right? He's and solid, then... he, but he was out for a while, and he, he yeah, I think he's only had a couple back. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's you know he's got a couple fights going on. Then he's fighting uh, Silva, right? Who's, yep. Who's also like they got pretty similar records. So they're both like two or three and zero, I think, in the UFC. And I don't know, like stylistically, it's a pretty s- similar matchup, I guess. Like yep. I'm not. I don't follow Vince or uh, Joaquin super close, but I know they're both uh, savages coming up. I I'm trying to look at his record here, but I cannot find it. You know, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty bad. Uh, I don't even know that he has a Wikipedia page. We'll see how famous he is. Maybe he'll get a check mark after this fight too. Yeah, right. But, I mean, I know they're both like pretty low profile names coming up. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure they're both close in records. Either ten and zero or ten and one between them but i know like as far as their wins you know it's between a couple ko wins a couple of decision wins but i've seen a couple of their fights it's been a while i think i pretty sure like you said the one guy was laid off for like three years uh Mm -hmm. vince was so he had that one fight back in like last year i think june yeah and then before that it was like years so yeah he knocked the guy out too so i you gotta make a pick man who who you got but i I, I, i'll I'll pick Vince. Yeah. I, I think I yeah. got to go with Vince too, because uh, he's a killer. He just kind of had a bad rap. He was injured for a couple of years. Um, don't know much about the other guy. I'm going to be real honest with you. So I'm going to go Vince on that as well. I, mean, I, I know he's a pretty, like I said, he's got like a 10 hour, or 10 and one record. And I don't, I can't remember like any highlight real finishes of his. So he might've had some close fights, but I know Vince uh, knocked that last guy out. So, all right, we're gonna go uh, next up. Randa Marcos versus Juliana Lima. Dude, I have not watched. When was the last time Ronda fought? I thought she fought a few months ago. I'm gonna, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to hop on over to the Wikipedia page for this, and we're gonna we're gonna find out right now. Fighter, but I thought I remembered her not doing so hot because she fought she fought Carolina before Carolina fought uh, JJ. I'm pretty sure. Okay. And she lost to her, I remember. And then after that, I can't remember her ever, like, swinging. Oh, you know what? No, no, it was, uh, she she fought Carla Esparza. Oh. Okay. Both in the house together. And I thought Carla was favored to win that fight, you know, just because she won the ultimate fighter and was had the wrestling background. But, but she actually was a savage in that fight and was getting really scrappy on the ground, if I remember. So. And she. She got that win recently. Okay. And. She won, yeah, she won against Carla, but then she lost against Alexa Grasso right after that. Her record's seven and five. <laughs> so That's wow. Sad. And let's check out let's check out the other girl here, Juliana Lima. So this is the problem right now. There are so many events and there are so many fighters now. It is it's hard to like keep track of everyone. It really it is. is. I watch almost every single car, but like the problem is that I don't watch all the like the Facebook prelims right. and the fast prelims. So like a lot of these up and comers or like these lower tier fighters, like you don't even hear about them until they're thrown onto a Fox card. No, and it's like, oh, here we go. Like I, I, I think I remember Juliana Lima fighting. She what? lost to Tisha Torres. Okay, she, Tisha Torres. That's right. And yeah, she's, and she has a nine and four record. So yeah, it's also it's different. The records are a tough tale too with the the women fighters. I know because it's like a different talent pool too. So I know there's a lot more. Um, 
like the competition is just different. I, I've noticed like a lot of like the top tier women fighters still do have a lot of losses. Like they're right. like the the they're it's learning because the sport hit them later. Like they're they're picking up on it later. So it's tough to to judge them based solely off that. You know. Yeah, man. It, it, losing to Tisha is, is a little different. <laughs> you know because she's she's pretty top tier right now. I think she's in the actual conversation for the title. She lost. She lost to Rose in the in the was it the Ultimate Fighter finale or was it? It was after that maybe. But I mean, Tisha. she's been tearing everybody else up. Yeah, she may have. I'm trying to think. Well, let me look this up because I thought she may have beaten Rose. No, and no, I think Rose Rose actually it was a surprise because everybody thought Tisha was going to bully Rose, but I'm pretty sure Rose picked her apart. All right, we're, let's see. Well, we're talking about Tisha, right? Yeah, yeah, Tisha Torres. Uh, yeah, Tisha Torres. All right, all right, let's check this out. So Tisha, and it may not show it if it was exhibition, if it was in the finals. Yeah, her loss. You're right. Her only loss is to Rose. And is that was that her only loss? Yeah, Tisha or, has a ten and one record. Yeah, because I remember her like that. Just that most recent one that uh, she when she fought Michelle Waterson, I remember because the UFC is always hyping up Michelle. Oh, she, I know. Yeah, so when she beat her, it was like, all right, like this girl, like got to start marketing Tisha because she's she's a savage, the karate hottie. Yep. <laughs> I actually saw her up close. She was with her kids or whatever in Kansas City when the UFC was there, so it was pretty cool. Oh no, that's awesome. Yeah, so I know it's a little different losing to uh, Tisha than Alexa Grasso. I think yeah. I, I, you know Tisha's a little bit higher caliber. I'm... Pick Lima, man. Pick Lima. <laughs> yeah, I I think I'm with you on that. We got we got to disagree on one here. All right. Uh, this one is interesting for me. Bobby Green versus Eric Koch because Bobby was the first one to bite on the Al account, and he thought it was really Ally Quinta. Oh shoot! So you got some personal. Uh, got some you, this is personal. This is a little more personal. All right. <laughs> I I, th- I think the tweet was uh, Al said something about being in the UFC, or uh, you know, he was calling out the real Ally Quinta. And the real ally, Quinta, answers back, oh, shit, are you still in the UFC? Or something like that. Something funny. And then I said something to the effect, I will sell four houses and whip your ass all on the same day. And then he, <laughs> so he tweets back. He tweets back. <laughs> oh, just dude. just sign on the dotted line. And then Al finally, Al got in there somehow. And he goes, that's not me, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Yeah. yeah, Bobby's a funny guy too. He's he's got a lot of swagger for I think, sure. I think Adam Hunter said he uh, he holds the biggest stat for uh, words per minute per round. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's constantly talking it up in there. Yep. He's, I can't lie to that man. I mean, he's he's definitely disappointed me his last few fights. I mean, he uh, he beat what's his name? He beat uh, who was it? Was, oh, Josh Thompson. Yeah kind of coming out win and like that was an awesome fight like, he had a bunch of swagger going on he was he was shit talking the whole fight it was just yeah. putting on a show you know and then i felt like his next few fights he just really wasn't pulling the trigger as no. much against I mean, he's lost. and uh and poirier so yeah i mean he lost well he, last one was a draw but he lost three a draw with lando venata who is a fun guy to watch too but Venata should have won that fight because he was deducted a point, I guess, doing a legal knee. So that, that that's always kind of weird too. But yeah, yeah Josh Thompson. Like on a f- What's that? 
Yeah, sorry about that. It got cut off. But yeah, I was, I was saying it's almost like he's on a four-loss skid just because, yeah. I mean, that Lando fight. I mean, really, I'm, I'm pretty sure he would have lost that fight without Lando's uh, point deduction. Yeah, he would have. But that was 2014's last time he won, so he wants it bad. Yeah, let's well, let's let's see how bad he wants it. I mean, Eric, Eric Koch is... Uh, it's it's one of these again. I mean, he he just lost to Guida. I yeah, think. I know. Weird. He, I can't. I'm trying to think of his last uh, big win. I uh, mean, he won right before that. Shane Campbell. That's uh, right. He choked him out. Yeah. Choked him. Yeah. I, I don't know. He's just one of these guys who sometimes he shows up, sometimes he doesn't. Like it's it's actually a pretty similar matchup when you when you frame it like that. I mean, both guys have the potential to be hot prospects, like at their best, but. Yeah. This kind of depends on who shows up on fight night, I guess. Well, I mean, before his loss, uh, Bobby Green, he was on a tear. A tear. Yep. He won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight in a row. And then before the UFC, though? Um, I can't remember. Like, I, I'm trying to... Like, I, it I was, the no, because he was in Strike Force. He was in Strike Force. So, uh, oh, that's right. He was big in Strike Force. And then right. he came over and fought in the UFC, and Dana White's like, you want to fight the UFC? You be like Bobby Green. He was going, be like Bobby Green, you know, because he, he, you know, when he came on the scene, he was kind of a badass, and he was, well, he was all about the action. Man. Yeah. Yeah, a lot like he reminds me of just a less... Uh, I don't, I don't want to say not as good, but he reminds me of Nate Diaz, just not as... Um, he just doesn't come through as much, you know, like he has that same like shit talker attitude where he's got the skills to back it up, but it just seems like a lot of these fights, he just doesn't show up to back up the talk, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Who do you got? I, I'm, I'm, I'm picking Bobby Green. I mean, you're right. He's got something to prove. It's like he's coming off virtually four losses and Eric Koch's a beast, but I think I think Bobby on the, is going to keep it on the feet and just overwhelm him, push him up against the cage. Uh, just probably use his uh, his slick box and try to get inside his head. Yeah. All right, man. I'm, I'm going to have to go with Koch on this one. I think losing becomes a habit after a while. You know, even without the point deduction, he was going to lose that fight. So I'm going to go Koch on that one. I'm going to have to disagree for the first one. We can't agree on all these. It'd be boring. All yeah, right. That's uh, fair. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have... Okay, this guy has, besides Godbeer, has the best nickname in all of mixed martial arts. Andre Touchy-Feely versus Dennis Bermudez. <laughs> Dude, this this is the fight that I'm looking forward to most. I'm yeah. stoked to see these guys get in there. I mean, Andre is another weird cat, though, because he, you know, he's, he's, a, he's an alpha male gym, right? That's where he's at fighting out of? Yeah, I believe Team so. Alpha. Yeah, he, he's got that great gym, and he's got some, like, awesome highlights, but... He's also one of these guys. Like I don't think he's ever put together like a real solid win streak in the UFC. So it's, nope. it's tough to tough to grade him, you know, as far as you know his real contender potential. But I mean, Dennis Bermudez before before he was going on this recent skid, you know, he was on that seven fight win streak, just yeah. tearing him apart. So it's it's definitely it, it's another one. <laughs> so many of these fights on this card are just toss up fights. I mean, it just. Depends on who shows up that night, you know? Yeah, so at least, uh, this is a little weird because Feely's coming off a win, Bermudez is coming off two losses, and, man, I don't know. He lost to two killers, though, the Korean Zombie and Darren Elkins. So, yeah. uh, that's a yeah. tough one. And, then, and before that, I remember he uh, didn't. He got knocked out, like, viciously by Jeremy Stevens, didn't he? Hmm... I'm remembering one of Jeremy Stevens' highlight reels. Yeah, so back in 2015, that flying knee. Yes, yeah, because that was like, I I remember he was, you know, 
everybody was still hyping him up at that point. And yeah. he was on that seven fight win streak. And then he, he had a run in with, uh, um, was it, I think it was Lamas. Yeah. He fought, he fought Ricardo Lamas. I forget if I totally forget the fight. Honestly, I think it was a close fight, but Lamas, he lost, oh, edged him pretty sub- much. submission round one. Oh, did Lamas, Lamas submitted him? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, sucked the wind out of his sails there. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he lost two right in a row there. Then he won two, uh, Kawajiri, uh, Honey Jason, and then lost to uh, lost his next two. So yeah, and then you got Feely, and he beat who did he beat last fight? So he our, beat our team. Yeah, our oh, Connor's boy, Artem Lobov. Yeah, ha. And Qatar, he lost to Qatar, who just freaking put on a show last week. So. Hmm. All right, man. Who do you got? Yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, like my my thought is that Dennis Bermuda is trying to come out with his wrestling for this fight, just because he wants that win. You know, like I'm, I would, I'd imagine he'd probably try to bully Andre Feely, just because Andre's got that lanky build. You know, like he's he's definitely not as strong, like as str- physically strong. Right. You know, like Bermuda has that solid core base, so. If if he's smart, that's what I'd imagine him doing. I I think he'll probably squeeze out you know a decision with him. But you never know with Andre, man. He's got that knockout power, so anything could happen. But I think if, if I'm if I'm a betting man, I'd pick Bermudez. But later, okay. unanimous decision. I have to I have to pick Bermudez as well because since April 2014, Touchy Feely has literally alternated wins and losses. So he just won his last fight. He's going to lose this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's you, he can't seem to break that pattern. Like I don't, I no. can't. It doesn't put together a streak yet. So it's just a shame because he's obviously just a natural talent. So yeah, you're right. I mean, he, you're right. Since he's been in the UFC, he has not won more than one in a row. Yeah, that's that's really sucks. But maybe, maybe he'll prove us both wrong. Maybe this is his coming out party. So. All right, all right. Well, Dennis Bermudez by statistics. There you go. All right, yeah. this is going to be a good fight, man. I saw. I actually got to see. Well, it's a. Ronaldo Jacare Souza against Derek Brunson. I actually got to see Souza fight, uh, gosh, uh, Robert Whitaker in in Kansas City. And that was such a surprise. Like I thought he'd run through um, Whitaker and <laughs> just submit him. Dude, that's that's so cool. You got to see that. Yeah, I, I dude, I, I gotta say, I mean, I, I like to be a hater sometimes with a. Uh, with fighters that get hyped a lot, and I've been a Jacare hater for the past couple of years <laughs> for, for really no other reason other than the fact that you know I know he's a, a savage, he is. you know, Matt, like he's a jujitsu expert, and there's no question that he belongs like in the top of the division at all. But you know, I, I just looking at his resume, you know, mm-hmm. the guys he's beat recently to maintain that top contender status. You know, I've always. <laughs> I, I just kind of look down on the fact like it's not his fault by any means, but it just sucks that two of his recent top wins were against Chris Camozzi. <laughs> That's right. You no, know, it's like I don't know. Like when he went up against Robert Whitaker, I was with my some of my buddies, and they were you know everybody's expecting him just to walk over Whitaker, and I was like, I don't know, man. I mean, Whitaker just he's a savage, so we'll, we'll see. But yeah, you're right. Like if you look at top guys, he's beat. Really, and he does have a win over Derek, I guess. Uh, over well, with punches, wow! But that was back in 2012. That, that's a long time ago. So that was Strike Force. Oh man! But I mean, if you look at this list of people he has beat, I mean, it's really, Mousasi, man. yeah, Musashi is his number one like high profile fight, and like, and honestly, like, you look at the way Musashi fought that fight, and then like the way he went on to fight, you know, after 
after that. Like he just yeah. didn't look good. No Masasi, he went on a tear, but and then, and then Tim Kennedy in two thousand ten. That's it. Yeah, I mean, like exactly. So so you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I love like you, Chris Camozzi, if you're listening because he loves my Al account. But Chris is awesome, and he's super active on the uh, the Reddit the Reddit MMA page. He's uh, a good. Uh, yeah, he's he's good. There's a couple of those MMA fighters that are just with it on on, on you know they're just all over that stuff. Uh, Camozzi, uh, a lot of the guys from Saralongo, uh, Aljo. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super cool. No, but yeah, I mean, to me, yeah, Jocker is a beast. I'm not trying to trash him as a yeah. fighter, but definitely, like, when you're looking at the competition he's faced, like, when I look at Derek Brunson, and his, at least in his recent couple fights, he's been just looking savage, like, his past two. Yeah. I think if, if he keeps it on the feet with him, then Jocker is in for a long night, just because if, if Jocker gets him to the ground, then who knows, but I, I think I think Brunson will probably come out and blitz him. Well, I mean, look... Uh, he lost to Robert Whitaker. That was back in November 2016. Robert Whitaker is a stud. Uh, yep. But before that, he's got some wins, man. Lorenz Larkin's no joke. Ed Herman, Sam nope. Alvey, uh, Uriah Hall, who's kind of a mental case. But And the, I don't think he lost an Anderson Silva fight. I mean, on paper, he lost it. That was a real shady, shady decision. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he just beat Dan Kelly and Leon Machida. I love Dan Kelly. But uh, all right, man, who you got? I got I got Brunson. 100%. I do too. I, mean, I do too. I, it just makes sense to me. I mean, they both these guys have losses to Whitaker, and you know, obviously he's the top of the ladder right now, and it's, yeah. it's a close matchup stylistically for sure. Like Jockery's standup has improved, you know, exponentially the past few years. But I, I just I think with the mix of Brunson's wrestling and you know his power, I think it'll be too much for him. All right. Well, that's great, man. So that's UFC Charlotte Fight Picks. I love it that you came on the podcast, man. And uh, if you want to listen to the long-form interview, you can go to AaronSaysWhat.com and find your favorite way to listen to the interview on the Aaron Says What podcast. Before we go, do you have any parting words? No, we're, man. Thanks so much for having me on. It like, means a lot. You know, I've never really done this type of MMA commentating before, so it's, it's fun to go back and forth with you. And if you ever want to have some banter on the Stakem Twitter account, I'm down to do some MMA talk via the Beef account. So, all right, well, calm down, goofball. Um, yeah. <laughs> but hey, man, I'd love to have you on do some picks again. Yeah, man, anytime. Seriously. All right, man. All right. Well, Nathan, thank you, and until next time, shalom. Please remember to support the podcast by visiting the affiliate links on AaronSaysWhat.com.